Well, I think the one thing we need to be confident of is that sound systems will all work perfectly in an independent Scotland. After that long await, I don't know about you, but I'm about ready for a referendum. And when we have that referendum, when you see that ballot paper in front of you asking should Scotland be an independent country, how are you going to vote? And more importantly, how is Scotland going to vote? I believe that's right. I believe that will happen. Scotland's journey to independence has been long, but we continue it today with confidence. Every step of that long journey has required us to be a broad and inclusive movement, one in which people feel welcome wherever they come from, one in which people feel welcome Whichever colour of that rainbow flag they identify with, I'm really glad to see that here today. Because it's in our diversity as a country that we are strong, and it's in our diversity as a political movement that we are strong as well, and that is how we will win. I was thinking back to that campaign 20-odd years ago, to create a Scottish Parliament and how people joined in that campaign together across political boundaries across the whole of Scotland. They saw the need for a Scottish Parliament. They knew it had a purpose, that it was something Scotland needed. And why? Partly because it was a journey toward self-government, of course. But it was so much more than that. The brutal reality of Thatcherism that had been inflicted on this country left Scotland with a clear conviction that we needed a democracy, we needed political institutions that could protect us from that in the future. If it hadn't been for that savagery, if it hadn't been for that, there might have been some people who didn't feel the need for a Scottish Parliament. But they saw that need and they came together and they achieved it. We still need a parliament that is capable of protecting Scotland from the excesses of a government we didn't choose, not just in the past, but in the future. And we need to ask ourselves now, is the Scottish parliament that we have under devolution capable of that mission of protecting Scotland? Devolution has achieved a lot. More renewables, fairer tax rates, a ban on fracking you can actually believe in. Humane politics that contrast with the brutality of the Conservatives. But it wasn't enough. Devolution wasn't enough to protect us from austerity economics from the assault on the welfare system, universal credit and the bedroom tax. Devolution wasn't enough to protect us from the obscenity of nuclear weapons on the Clyde or from the racism of the hostile environment against immigrants. 
Devolution wasn't enough. Devolution wasn't enough to protect us from Brexit itself. If Remain majorities in every single part of Scotland weren't enough to prevent the UK from overruling us, then what would be? You know the answer to that question. The limitations of devolution are well known. Power devolved is power retained. And now, with the alleged principle that the UK will not legislate on devolved issues, that principle has been torn to pieces. We no longer even have the devolution settlement we thought we had 20 years ago as a result of the way this government has treated Scotland. And so many people who voted no in 2014 are already concluding that devolution is not enough and independence is the necessary, urgent next step. The Brexiteers' true intentions are clear for everyone to see. A lurch to the hard right, a doubling down on austerity and neoliberalism, an assault against the social, environmental and workplace protections that have been hard won inside the European Union, and a continued assault against the powers of Scotland to make decisions in its own interest. And if right-wing extremists like Boris Johnson and Jacob Rees-Mogg are thrown out of government, expensively educated idiots that they are, even if they are thrown out of government, we know from the way Scotland has been treated for the last three years and more, that we don't yet have the political institutions that are capable of protecting us from the same kind of assault in the future. To me, independence already feels inevitable. But we still have to work for it. We still have to work for it. And we still have to earn the trust of those who didn't vote yes with us in 2014. That campaign for the next independence referendum needs to be inspiring. It needs to be broad and inclusive. The contrast between 2014 and 2016 could not be starker. 2014 was a visionary moment. Contrast hugely with the vacuous, empty promise of take back control, which has been shown to be meaningless and contradictory. But the UK's political culture is not alone in being coarse and sometimes abusive, open to populism and manipulation, lies and corruption. We must never descend to that level. If we want to earn the trust of our fellow citizens, we must never descend to that level. Our campaign must, can and will show that Scotland is truly capable, not just of governing itself, but of giving inspiration, giving leadership, building that inclusive, progressive, forward-thinking society and truly sustainable economy that our country needs. Hope in these difficult days, hope 
can be hard work. But it is only with hope, rekindled and shared with our fellow citizens, that we can win independence. And I believe we will. Thank you.